Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. Given the year we've all just experienced, none of us are strangers to virtual events, but we've probably all been on some that we wish we hadn't bothered with. My guest today is John Cornelius, CEO of Reelevate, a new company that offers unique, customizable virtual engagements. John and I discuss why he started Reelevate and what he's learned in designing unique virtual experiences that you can learn from. We talk about the future of events and how hybrid models will likely replace traditional in-person events and how to capitalize on that trend, plus so much more. I'm so glad you are all here today. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. As you know, Cause Talk Radio is a listener-supported podcast, and we need your support to continue releasing great content every week. I'm so excited to share a brand new opportunity to become part of our inner circle that we're calling the Cause Crusaders. For just $5 a month, you'll get access to episodes a full week early in your own personal podcast feed, the ability to view live streams of many of our guest recordings, and some other special bonuses along the way. So be sure to head over to truestory.fm forward slash cause crusaders and get signed up today. That's truestory.fm forward slash cause crusader. Thanks so much. Well, hello, John, and welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Hi, Megan. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you here. I am so excited to talk to you today because we are going to dig into virtual events, my new favorite thing in the world and everyone else's new favorite thing. Um, but I I actually don't even know how I discovered you. I think somebody might have reached out to me about your company, but can you just tell our listeners what is Reelevate? What's the backstory? How did this get created? Sounds like you haven't been around for 50 years might be a newer venture, but can you give us the whole, the whole rundown? Sure. Yeah. And I mean, we launched in October, so we are relatively new, but this was, I think, in why did we create Reelevate? I think this was a little bit of a selfish thing. Um, my background is in marketplaces, meaning like uh, e-commerce or connecting um, two different parties. So think Amazon, Etsy, things like that. And I was a manager of a 20 person team and, and I was like, I, I would have to book stuff for us to do. And it was really, really painful. I I'd find myself Googling things and searching things. I was like, why can't I just click, click, click and make, do this like a restaurant reservation? Or I can mm. book an Uber, but I can't book something to do with 20 people. And this is, this is a real challenge for me. And this was even pre-COVID. And so this was, we were in Boston and we'd end up going to the bar or going to dinner because I was, I mean, admittedly, I just didn't want to spend the time to really dig in and spend four or five hours to find something new and innovative to do. And so once COVID hit and I was locked in my basement for four months and I'm a very um, outgoing person. I like to experience new things. I like to travel. I'm a big outdoor enthusiast. I, I, I decided, and I have a, a partner in this, Jason, we decided to set up something where we could let people try new things virtually. And then hopefully in the future, which is the near future, it'll be physical as well. And also hybrid. I think mm. hybrid events are some of, are going to be the 
most creative because now you have all these really creative people out there that not only know how to do things in a physical environment, but also know how to do things in a virtual environment. And the marrying of that will be really interesting. Yes. And I totally want to talk about that. I just, I'm, my brain is going in a thousand different directions because I have so many things I want to talk to you about. But I have to say that. So we used Reelevate for our latest virtual event, and it was fantastic. I knew we wanted like a calming meditation, breathing thing. So we got that, which was fantastic with uh, Christina. And then you at Reelevate said, well, we have this great magician slash mind reader. Wouldn't that be fabulous? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a hard pass on that. But you're like, no, you got to actually check this guy out. And that was the coolest thing. I mean, I loved Christina and everyone was so zenned out after her thing. But Ben, this fantastic magician came on and did the craziest, craziest things. And he like pulled people up and he read everyone's mind. It was crazy. I don't even know. I still have no idea how he did it. And he did such an amazing job. Like second only to his magic and his mystery was his use of Zoom and like all the crazy cameras he had and the angles. And I was like, what is happening? That was so cool. He blows me away every time. And, and the craziest oh, thing is that show. for right now, it's about 50, 50 for the companies that he presents to that. We get feedback that they think that we actually planted people in the audience. That's how good he is. It's amazing. <laughs> and we're like, no, we didn't even go. There's we, like, it's just him. It's him and his computer. And he does his thing. And it's amazing. I don't want to ruin any of the shows, but it's, I, yeah, I mean, he incorporates Instagram into it as well. I'm like, how no, does I know. he do that? Yeah. It's, it's amazing. No, that was, that was insane. And the I, funniest thing was, I don't even think I told you this, but um, one of our presenters, he was asking for like audience engagement and he's like, raise your hand if you want to play along. And she clicked that she was going to, one of our presenters clicked it. And she was like, I did not mean to volunteer myself. So she got pulled up as a volunteer. <laughs> she was like, I didn't mean to do that. It was really funny. So she was definitely a plant. People knew she was a speaker, but anyway. I, uh, um, I of course, tried to ask him how he does some of those. And of course, he he's gave like, me I'm going to tell you. Yeah, he gave me the traditional magician <laughs> runaround. I, I was more confused after that answer because I was like, okay, whatever. But he's amazing. And we have a couple other magicians as well that um, that don't necessarily do mind reading, but have amazing virtual uh, magic events. And, and, it's and really they, incredible. they blow me away as well. It's really incredible. And it's just fun to see people like making use of their talents, even in this virtual way. Um, and I think that kind of speaks to your, you know, your hybrid comments. But, um, I want to, I want to talk a little bit though. So with Reelevate, your audience is typically, you know, corporate nonprofit people that are looking to engage people virtually. Is it typically that like small team group building sort of thing? Or is it more like, what we used it for like an event and doing um it's both engagement so that way this is actually my fourth startup and this is the first startup where we went out and we did customer interviews and everybody was like yes 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 i need this now give me the plan like, whoa, whoa, whoa slow down i need to build a website <laughs> we need to set this up but so right now we've done everything from client engagement where people are trying to i mean get new clients so prospecting we've done things with you where it's um showcases where we're entertaining groups uh we've done holiday parties we've done um, where it's smaller teams where they want to do trivia, they want to do escape the room games. And we have all different price points so we can accommodate all. And then mm. we, so right now, I mean, we, at the lowest level, somebody can just come on our site and book an event at, at the highest level. We have monthly and quarterly and annual wellness packages or culture packages. So we can do all of that for everybody as well. That's awesome. Um, and we'll definitely be including links to your website on the show notes. But I want to talk a little bit about what you've learned so far, John. So um, first of all, what do you think people are doing wrong with their virtual events and virtual engagements? Um, I, I think, I'm not sure that things are, are wrong. I think that we're... Oh, no, things are wrong. Have, There's wrongness. There's well, wrongness out there. Um, I've, I've, I've been witness to wrongness. <laughs> I, think that, I think it's like boring. Think some, That's right. 
I think some of the things are that physical events don't always translate to virtual. Virtual events are different. And yeah. like you're not going to sit around and talk in a, on Zoom. It just doesn't translate in the same way that you would sit around at a restaurant or sit around at a bar. So that's number one of like you need to adapt whatever you're doing to virtual. And that's where we start to see the most engagement where people are um, adapting what they're doing. And I also think the other piece, too, is it's a lot easier to hide on Zoom or at least think you can hide. Um, the best hosts are the ones that are the most aggressive that kind of call on people and get the audience engaged. And that's a lot more challenging oh, totally. virtually. Um, yeah. where the concept of hiding in the back physically just doesn't exist on Zoom because everybody's on the same screen. So those are the two things that, I mean, you really have to think about as, as you're setting it up. And I mean, obviously there's like, you need to understand the technology, you need to have a good setup, you need to kind of do those things, but also not to let it linger. And, and there's also a couple of things that we learned as well. Like one of the things is everybody's locked at home and, and you need to communicate early on. Like, is this for just the individual? Is this for families? Is this for mm. a broader audience? So doing that upfront helps a lot of like setting the expectations of who is this for? Like we've had events that are a, a little bit more focused on kind of the adult genre. And all of a sudden there's kids on the computer and we you're like, there, there some, yeah, there were situations where we need to communicate that up front. And that was a really early learning that we had. Let's be transparent. <laughs> but also families are locked together. They want to engage. And they're, all of a sudden you see that somebody poke their head around on the screen in the middle of the dumpling class. And it's like, no, no, that let everybody come and let's, let's facilitate this. And so. So good for the dumpling class. Not good for the drunk yoga. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, as long as it's the, the, the yoga is fun. Actually, when I did the drunk yoga class, my, my six-year-old was with me. He obviously wasn't drinking, but he was, he does yoga right along with us. So it was fun. Hey everyone. Thanks again for listening. Since cause talk radio is a listener supported podcast, we need your help. I'd love to invite you to become part of the cause talk radio cause crusader inner circle community. In addition to fun bonuses like a clubhouse invite, free lunches, and author signed books, for just $5 a month as part of the Cause Crusader community, you'll get access to episodes a full week early in your own personal podcast feed, the ability to view live streams of some of our guest recordings, and so much more. Be sure to head over to truestory.fm forward slash Cause Crusaders and get signed up today. That's truestory.fm forward slash Cause Crusader. And thanks. Do you guys do types of events where you're actually sending something physically to people or is it just 100% online stuff? No, we do. And those are actually some of the best events because you're not only just engaging kind of the, your, your eyes and your ears, but you're starting to engage your other senses. So, um, I mean, St. Patty's Day is coming up. We've one actually booked about four or five events today that are whiskey tastings um, where they send out a oh. whole package of, it's not just whiskey, it's, it's whiskey plus corned beef and cabbage and a couple other Irish items that, I like, do go that. along with it. Me too. Um, so I, we're, we're, that's, I mean, obviously March is the most popular month for that, but if you're interested, let me know. And we can definitely set that up, but we do a lot of packages um, that kind of are all across the board. I mean, chocolate tastings, wine tastings, and, and we're starting to actually pair different things together. Like we have a cocktails and classical music um, mm. event, or we have a wine with local musicians. So you can do a concert plus drinking wine. So it's not just the wine tasting of, of yesteryear where I feel like everybody at this point has probably done a wine tasting or at least heard of a wine tasting. We're starting to really get more creative on, on the different things to not only engage the wine and everybody enjoys the wines, but also have other elements to the meetings as well. So tell me how you guys differ, differ from like an Airbnb experiences. 
totally. And that's a great question. So for us, our primary focus is on the corporate environment. And, and what that means is a higher level of service. On Airbnb, anybody can create a listing. Um, anybody can kind of do different things. I mean, they do a, a really good job, but it's much more focused on the individual and, and something that you right. do with your friends, not something right. that you're doing with your coworkers. And so we take care of all of that stuff. Like if you're booking an event, we send out the invites, we make sure the event's going smoothly for shipping packages, we're making sure that those are delivered on time. And, and also that people are aware that those are coming. Like we've, um, we've had situations where, um, and then this was a really early learning for us, where we need to tell people if we're shipping them wine or food, we need that food to go in the refrigerator or don't drink the mm. wine before the wine tasting. So that's something that we, we take into <laughs> account where um, some, things I mean, you think would be obvious. Little, uh, you, you would think so, but um, not always. Oh, believe me, um, I know. Believe me, I know. People don't read. They don't pay close attention all the time. And, so. then, and then we do a lot as well. Like if this is a, is this focused on your team and it's about culture, we'll do a survey and say, did everybody like it? Did did this accomplish the goals that we set out to accomplish? And mm. so Airbnb is not doing those things. And those are the things that we think that we can bring to the table. And then we're looking more broad term, long term. So if you really lo- if you have a client engagement event every month, let's plan that out in six month increments or a year long increments. So you're not doing the one off events and having to scramble every week to figure it out. We can plan yeah. that long term. You are a lot of people's just lifesaver. I can only imagine they're probably like, oh my gosh, they, I know you were my lifesaver. I was like, oh, thank you. This is going to be so cool. And it was so thank cool. You. Okay. One of the things I want to talk about too, that I saw on your site, maybe a little bit too late for my virtual event, at least my first one. Um, you had this great experience that I think our listeners are going to be really interested in on a couple different levels. It was, I'm going to let you talk about it, but it's the special Olympics mom yep. and her kiddo. Can yep. you talk about that experience and just what it is, how it came together, and if you're open to doing more things like that? Because, you know, some of our listeners work for giant nonprofit organizations that might be interested in doing we, something. We like totally that. are. Um, so this is this is basically a fundraiser where we're trying to raise money for the Special Olympics. And one of the athletes in the Special Olympics comes on and, and performs and, and does um, the event. It's like an exercise class, right? Yeah, and they walk everybody through it. And then so it's a way to translate what may have happened in a physical environment pre-COVID into a virtual environment. And so I think that we're looking for more of those. We do get a lot of clients asking for what are some, because a lot of people used to volunteer their time and do things as an organization. And right now it's really challenging. Like you can't do, I mean, I would think about like the, the, the Jimmy Walker, the Relay for Life, you just can't do those things like you used to. And so how do we set up events where you can draw a crowd. And I think that we're also very open to trying to support fundraisers where maybe there were galas in the past and now it's come to Improv Asylum and and we can do it where we're selling tickets and and raising money in that way. So there's a lot of creative things we can do there. Um, We actually just hired a a new employee and and her former role was the director of special events out of the Leukemia and uh, Lymphoma Foundation. And she also worked at Jimmy Fund and she worked at Dana-Farber and she worked at a couple other nonprofits and so this is just an area that we're just starting to get into. I didn't fully understand nonprofits because my whole background was for profits, but she's educating me rather quickly. And I think there's a lot that we can do here to help each other and, and really help a lot of these really great causes. Well, the other thing that is probably obvious to you and probably to our listeners, but I'm just going to say it anyway, because I'm just apparently Captain Obvious today. But, you know, the the corporate side of that, I think, is huge because you've got companies that are looking to engage their remote employees 
um, in a meaningful way, all of their, most of their volunteering stuff has gone virtual. So if you can find a way to connect with companies in a way that makes an impact and has a purpose focus and benefits a cause or and spotlights a cause, I mean, I think that's huge. They, they want this. And people ask me all the time for this. And right now we only have, we have actually two offerings that are, are, are more focused on the nonprofit space shipping actually different things out where people are doing art together and then and then creating something as a group and, and all oh, cool. the proceeds are donated to charity oh cool i love that now that actually raises another question do you actually do all these experiences or does somebody on your team before we do they... we validate every single one and that's um I, i'm really, so I think sorry we... for you are you doing the whiskey tasting are you validating that one you know what <laughs> i I seem to be at the bottom of the rung. You would think I would be at the top being CEO, but um, I, I'm usually the last one that gets to pick and I get to do some of the, the more interesting eclectic ones in my in my eyes. I, I, the last two that I've done is, you mentioned the drink yoga one. I did that one myself. And the other one that I did was Linda Loves Bingo, which is a, a very interesting take on bingo. And, and it, it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. Actually, I won. Really? Um, I won an award in that one, which was really interesting. So I, I would wow. highly recommend it to everybody. Um, but, but Linda loves bingo. She and her team do an amazing job. I can't talk highly enough about her. That's super fun. We'll have to check that one out as well. Okay. We'll talk a little bit about in our last couple of minutes, let's talk about this future of hybrid events. Cause I'm hearing that a ton, um, you know, in the future, we're still going to, we're going to be back in person, but there's definitely going to be a virtual component. Like, yes, no, maybe so. Like, what's your vision there, John? Um, you know what, if you asked me a couple months ago, I was, being speculative and i'd say look we, we went from 2020 to 2030 overnight from the work environment but now you're starting totally. to see companies like hubspot and salesforce come out and actually ask their employees to designate are you in the office are you hybrid which means you come in i think it's two to three days a week or are you fully remote and and that's mm. starting and that's happening and so what you're seeing is that people can work from anywhere and i think we've proven that people can work from anywhere and people can be productive from anywhere so more and more, it's going to be how are you engaging your team when there isn't necessarily that water cooler that you can all meet over or the local bar that you walk to. And in the last couple of companies, and I'm from the tech industry, half of my team was remote already. And so we had to get creative around what we're doing. And so hybrid, I think, is going to be one of the most popular offerings in the future where if you are physically in person, you can go and do the event. But everyone is now invested in the in the video technology to make it hybrid. And so we should utilize that. And I think that a lot of companies are going to move to virtual first, where they're actually supporting virtual in the same way that they're supporting physical. And then you're starting to see that in reality. And so how it completely unfolds and how quickly that happens, I'm not sure, but I think it's here to stay. I think the other huge benefit of that virtual piece that you're talking about is just the fact that everyone knows how to do it now. You know, like we had to pivot our conference last May and that was like painful trying to tell people how to use Zoom and how to like where the chat was. And I mean, we had so many questions. We did an event last week. Nothing. None of that. Zero. Because I, I, people are know how to use Zoom now or whatever. Teams, you know, whatever it is. I actually would bet that your attendance has gone up at events. And that's one of, of the interesting things is that a lot of the networking events that I mean, people that we've supported and done events with, they've actually seen attendance rise in a virtual setting because now you don't have to. I live in Boston, but now you don't have to sit in an hour's worth of traffic, end up yeah. in downtown Boston at seven thirty a.m. and then go to the event. You can get up at seven, and by seven oh five, you can be sitting at your computer ready to go. And, and so it's, yep. it's it's opened up a whole new world where you're not making those personal sacrifices anymore and having to decide like, do I want to see my kids or do I want to go to a networking event? Now you can do both. 
Yeah, I love that. And I feel like you've just named some really awesome silver linings of this horrendous pandemic, not to underplay the magnitude of it, but there definitely are some silver linings. Obviously, you started a new business around a need you saw in the marketplace, Um, but that whole, you know, that work-life balance, being able to sleep in and not have to get up at five in the morning if you want to go to an event, I think that's a huge, huge, huge silver lining. Anything else you can think of that is kind of a silver lining of all of this pivoting to virtual events? Um, I love the creativity that's coming out of this. Mm. So it's, it's, it's interesting to me. I mean, especially, um, I've done a lot of the tours and we're coming out with some of those where you get to see different places in the world. Like you can see the Eiffel tower, you can go do the tour of the Harry Potter studios online where that just wasn't really a thing before. And so I just feel like, I mean, it's not the same as traveling, but it's still, I, I, I like those types of things. Yeah, better better than not doing anything and staring at your wall, for sure. Well, I love it. John, thank you so much for coming on Cause Talk Radio, telling us just a little bit about your company and all the good works you're doing in the world. Where can people find you online if they'd like to do that? Uh, thank you, Megan. They can find us at reelevate.com, and it's spelled R-E-E-L-I-V-A-T. So it's a little bit of a, a unique spelling. but um, Or they can email me directly. It's just john at reelevate.com as well. Awesome. Well, I will put those links in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. And we will look forward to hopefully doing some more virtual events in the future and uh, hearing about your amazing, amazing experiences. Would love to help. 